1: cheers everybody we are back for another edition of bourbon on a budget tj pittinger brandon and ben cock coming to you guys live we're doing it live and we're doing something a little bit different tonight i don't know if i'm excited for it um but we're doing it um Gentlemen, before we get into what we're doing that's a little bit different, a little bit special, how are you guys tonight? Good.
0: Moi terrible. Why? Why are you terrible? Because we're drinking crap tonight. Crapola.
1: Brendan, tell the people what your <laughs> grand idea um, for tonight's episode was.
2: This has been something that we've had in the works for a while. So I am, in addition to a bourbon fan, obviously, this is bourbon on a budget. I also am a really big Scotch fan. Uh, The peatier, the the smokier, the better for me, uh, usually. And uh, and Ben and TJ both. You like peatiness? I like peatiness in my mouth. Oh, (laughs) Peatiness. Peatiness. (laughs) Peatiness in my mouth. Anyways, I want you guys to try it and see if I can get you to maybe find a, I don't think I'm going to get you to like it tonight, but maybe I can get you to find an avenue to where, you know, if you're in a social setting where all they have is scotch, you won't be a bunch of babies about and actually drink it. And and like showers. TJ, TJ Water. having phantom uh, smoke and Pete off a simple like space side, which he lied about once before. So we'll, we'll try to make you guys grown ups here and drink scotch like men. Phantom Pete. Ooh, that sounds like a good fantasy football name.
1: Phantom Pete. It's kind of like uh trying to find a rose in the Hall of Fame. It's a Phantom Pete. Um, okay, let's keep it going. That was a great joke. I no,
0: know. Nobody even. Oh,
2: like Pete Rose.
0: Yeah. Phantom Pete. I got it. I knew that. I knew that. Come on. Yeah.
1: Okay, so tell us what we've got here tonight. We've got a lineup yeah. of, of six, no, five scotches. Six. Um I was No, well, I only have five out here.
2: Did you pour the Glenfiddich twelve for yourself?
1: Yeah, I yeah. got it. I got it all. Oh, well, we only have five.
2: We'll figure out which one we're missing.
1: <laughs> so we have Glenfiddich 12. Okay. Quinto Rubin.
2: Yep. That's Glen Quinto Rubin. Yep.
1: Glen 18.
2: Wow. 15.
1: Okay. Island I, Park 12. I, I like
2: that. All right. Oh, no. And Little Boy. L- Little Bay. This opens Little, Little Bay. Bay. All right. So I. Uh, what do we I... miss? Those are the uh, only ones I told me. Ardbeg. I told you not to do Ardbeg because I think that'd be way too aggressive. I'm gonna pour some Ardbeg out for myself. It is oh. a super duper aggressive Scotch. That's a lot of uh, a lot of oil, a lot of a lot of peat. Sounds on like terrible. So, as we get into this, <laughs> and what we're <laughs> gonna terrible. do is kind of have you guys go through uh different options and try to see what you get out of it, what you like, what you don't like, and and go from there. Uh But mm-hmm. first, let me ask both of you. When you think of scotch, I guess what flavor profiles or experience that kind of comes to mind.
1: So when I'm changing a newborn diaper, um, and that (laughs) (laughs) shout out my wife. No, I, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of the smoky is, is what I get in a lot of it, you know, more salty, um, at times. And then what's been tough for me is I've not been Somali aid. Um, and so I don't really know what notes I'm looking for. We did one time. I don't know if Brendan and I were on the phone together or if we were in a group chat with Joe or what the decadence Joe shout out the living legend. Um, Joe, you're dead we, to me. We were yeah. on the phone and he was telling me like, oh, you should be tasting this. You should be tasting that in the Glenfiddich. And and it wasn't so bad then. Like I kind of passed the layer of whatever you can start to get some of those other notes. And so, but for any other scotch, I've never been able to make it past like that first layer of either smoke or salt or whatever the situation is. So those are the two big ones that I certainly come along with.
2: Ben, are you similar with your experience with scotch where it's that salty, briny, smoky uh, element?
0: Yeah. So like, this is actually a good question. I I Thank you. like to distinguish uh, peated scotch and like non-peated scotch um pete i definitely get all of those terrible notes that you're talking about like if i had a fire and i dumped salt water on it to put it out that's what it would be but um for example the glen 18 is uh, a bottle of whiskey that i bought for my boss uh this past christmas and because he's a scotch guy and it was really good like I, I remember trying it like in his office and being like oh this is like this isn't the worst thing ever, you know, and I guess if the bar for scotch is not the worst thing ever, then I've had some <laughs> scotches that have surpassed that bar, but so, it has to be like no Pete mm-hmm. and uh yeah, pretty much no Pete, which kind of opens you up to like a lot of like Johnny Glenn and Glenn Mary Angie, Glenn Farquhar. A-
2: anything got, so. Glenn. Yeah, you're probably yeah, any So, so if you want to have a Glen in your mouth, you're gonna be safe. So Ben brings up a good point, which is uh, the way TJ describes scotch. I think that's how most people when they think of scotch, they think of it being super smoky. And when I say PDP is basically like marsh, like seaweed. Essentially, and they use that to dry the malted barley. And scotch, scotch is a whiskey. I think some people don't know, like bourbon's whiskey, scotch is whiskey. They're from the same family. Assuming if you're listening to the show, you're nerdy enough to know that. But uh, generally, people may not understand. They're they're just different types of whiskey, with different things in it. But it's malted barley, and that peat uh, is used to dry the malted barley, and that gives it this smokiness, and as well as this kind of seaweedy type of vibe sometimes. But most scotch is super sweet and not smoky. I would say 90% of the Scotch in the world is probably going to be, maybe have a little bit of peat hints of it or a little bit of brininess because it's by the coast. So it's gonna pick up some of that that sea you know sea water, salty air. Uh, but generally it's gonna be nice and light. And so uh, I think that's what I wanna to try to introduce to you guys today is it's not all going to be super aggressive. So let's pour the Glen 12 first. Let's roll. Glen Fitt- if you're at any bar in America that has a any like more than like two bottles of scotch, if it has any like semblance of a representation of scotch, Glenfiddich 12 will almost as surely be in it. It is from the Speyside region. There is one, two, three, four, five regions uh of Scotch. Uh and the main one is going to be Speyside. and then Highland as well is also kind of like they're kind of what is it? I think all Speyside is Highland, but not a Highland to space. Anyways, those are all going to be kind of similar, more lighter uh, flavor profiles for the most part. Uh, the one that's going to scare the hell out of you, TJ, is uh, Isla, which is an island that most of the people living on that little island, it's all surrounded by the sea, right? Because it's an island, and it's all going to be super peaty stuff for the most part. There's also Campbelltown and Lowland, which we won't get into tonight, because it's not as
0: popular. So, the- I like Phenic- Do you? you what are we talking about? Campbelltown. Oh, Campbell?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, I you said Cameltown. Camelto.
2: What? So <laughs> that was a good one. Anywho, I uh, hope my parents aren't watching this. So, uh the Fitted 12 is 80 proof. Guys, I want to get your initial impressions on the nose, what what you're getting from it.
0: Nose so it is yeah. So I think I think the nose to me is all fruit. It is like 100% like a peach uh, or a lemon pear. lemon oranges yeah there's a ton of citrus there i'll give you a peach yeah definitely peach is it briny
1: is it somewhat briny or no am i it, crazy
0: with that it should have none in there so
2: that's want to try to get yeah, tj get to much. to let go of this idea that it's all going to be aggressive we're not trying to hurt you here this is basically I know, a, I know this I'm is really this is apple juice in a glass. Think of a little – think of you're getting your kids a little box of apple juice. This is basically A little juice.
0: smoky. little smoky. No. Zero. This is all fruit. Mm. This is just fruit.
2: This is what happened in the text thread with Joe. He kept telling me that Glenn Fittick 12 was smoky. <laughs> it's no. like there's this – like like
0: No. Like there's so much no smoke. Musty. Is it a little
1: musty? Is that a good yeah, word?
2: That's a good one. Because so it's it, – Okay.
1: So when we have bourbon though – Okay. So like let's back up. When we have bourbon – when we say it's apple juice or like apple, it's like sugar apple, apple caramel. Like mm-hmm. it's so like American, right? Like it's so in your face, like it's super like sweet, caramel yeah, yeah. apple. Whereas this is like more of a musty. And so that's what I'm interpreting is not, not necessarily a solid or a smoke, but like a must kind of,
2: And remember, must be interpreting that going with very different grains here. Right. <laughs> so bourbon has to be at least 51% corn, uh, mm-hmm. scotch can be different types of grains, but usually it's going to be malted barley. So yeah. what you're getting is that oh. maltiness, and that's going to have a little bit more. To me, I take a, a, a common thread that I get in a lot of flavors for Scotch that I don't get in bourbon is straight up coffee, and I get. I think that's the malted process of it. I get a lot of coffee in that, See not that. in the Glenfiddich. Coffee but, in
0: the. Oh, I was like, not I in the
2: Glenfiddich, but with some of these other ones, I think that's a that's a common thread. So, yeah, super fruity. Uh, now, TJ, you're getting used to it. It's a little bit more i'm trying to think of the right word i think musty is a good way to describe it it's it's not quite as like
0: sugary sweet it's gonna be more of an underlying sweet there's definitely a funk on it like on like when i'm tasting it like it's not as candied Mm -hmm. as the uh like a typical bourbon would be and i think it's probably because isn't aren't scotch usually in like used oak is that right or not uh so Scotch, so so Oh, this is a sherry cask, sherry and bourbon cask. So it's used. Yeah, yeah.
2: Scotch is so bourbon's always gonna be in a new oak, right? Uh that's part of what makes it bourbon.
0: Hey yeah, like our
1: power just totally went out.
2: I saw it I saw it go out on Ben's um
1: hmm. So but it's coming back. Like the power came back and came back on, so it's just gonna take a minute for like our Wi-Fi's to reset. So Everything else is rebooting.
2: Uh, I love that T- TJ likes to do this live. Uh, Let me turn my wife. Wi- Let me turn my wi-
1: Yeah, I just my Wi-Fi cut back on, and I didn't want to do it. So, if you're watching this live, sorry about that. Power cut out. On my phone now. I'm trying to see if
2: it's still live. If it's still going for us, TJ
1: should be because streamer doesn't quit unless somebody hits end the broadcast. Uh, so, okay so I was i'm pretty there talking
2: talking to myself like an idiot
1: Ooh, hopefully he didn't say anything that'll get us canceled
2: oh wow we have seven viewers too that's crazy people you're watching chaos happen behind the scenes
1: you're welcome for how flexible we are <laughs> um here let me uh so talk talk a little bit more about this I'm gonna say this to Ben to join from
2: his phone all right he said everything's rebooting so oh uh, yeah blemphitic to me that that was actually I forget if it was Glenlivet or Glenfiddich. Those are gonna be two of the most popular, and then maybe Glenmorangie as well here in America. Are probably gonna be the three most popular like single malt scotches that you'll see in bars. Usually, like the Glenmorangie is gonna be a ten year, Glenfiddich, uh, Glenlivet Glen are going to be uh, twelve years. Uh, we're gonna see in most bars. And Then obviously you're gonna have like the Johnny Walker and stuff, but that's a um, that's a blended. Um, so. Uh, Anyways, that was my first introduction into scotch, really, was uh, Glenn Bittig or Glenn Livett, 12-year. I was at a bar with my buddies. I was already getting into bourbon and enjoying the hell out of that. But I wanted to try scotch. And uh, my friend is uh, Indian and Indian people, at least his family, and I I think this is a pretty big thing in Indian culture because they do have a lot of scotch. uh, Their whiskey is very scotch-esque. Uh, so they love scotch uh, as one of their favorite drinks and so my buddy uh, is a bit of a connoisseur on scotch and he said hey let's get going with some some glenn uh 12 year and so we did that and i thought it was really pretty really simple i got that nice maltiness a little vanilla uh, apple and uh, orchard fruits in general so it's not a super complex scotch by any means but uh, it is just a really solid one unoffensive and if you're trying to get into it without like being grossed out like how TJ is with it. I think it's a really good uh, starting option.
1: It's not bad. Like no. just drinking it. I think my Wi-Fi is coming back here. Um, but just drinking it, it's really not bad um, at all. All right. No. no, not
2: at all. It's very down home plate uh, and it's a good – intro into scotch so that's why we started with this one tj you have the bottle of it i doubt you're gonna be passing for that a whole lot like it's not something that you're gonna uh go reach over some of the other really high-end bourbons and rise that you have for that but it, it is a really solid i think like what 35 for 40 dollar bottle nothing too fake uh crazy
1: all right little technical difficulties we're back on a second stream sorry if you're watching that and you just totally got cut off um but we're it's part two we're back I, roll with the punches right figure it out
2: i just can't believe that you hated the scotch so much that you pulled
1: the plug um you were talking about the the taste of the Glen taste basil. of it yeah
2: so it's just super basic of custardy a little bit of vanilla uh, it's in aged uh sherry uh, cask as well as bourbon cask and you get a lot of the to me i get a lot of the Bourbon notes on it. So, uh, like a lot of vanilla. Uh, and not the quite like crisp red apple that you get with a bourbon, but more so like a, a... like again, it's like apple juice. Like it's just a very thin apple. So, it's a more like watered down version of it. Uh, I was going to say this about barreling for scotches. Uh, whereas bourbon, you're using new oak uh for casks. Uh, you are using a lot of time in scotch. They are notoriously like pretty stingy with a lot of like they're gonna try to maximize profit margin. And so they buy a ton of used bourbon barrels or they'll use a bunch of like old like uh, sherry barrels or pretty much anything that makes it taste better and is like cost effective and it's a lot easier to buy a barrel that's already been used than it is to you know build your own. So uh that's why in this exercise and in a lot of time in general with Scotch, you see a lot of cask finished options out there, probably at a higher rate than than bourbons uh, because it's, it's more cost effective and ultimately helps add some uh,
1: dimensions to the scotch as well as some complexity. So I'll agree with you. I do get some of the vanilla. I kind of like your custard take there. It's pretty sweet. I'm taking some time to get over the mustiness. One thing, I, another complaint. I don't okay. love the eight. I don't love the 80 proof here. Yeah. Like I'm starting to kind of like some of the flavors, but the same complaint I have about some bourbons that are 80 proof I'm starting now. Maybe I would hate the must of this more if it was 100 proof, too. So, like, take the good with the bad, I guess. But 80 proof is that pretty common for scotch? Scotch is typically going to be
2: the average scotch bottle you're going to find is going to be a lower proof than the average bourbon bottle.
1: Yeah. Okay. Don't In love general. that. Don't love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, my liver probably loves that. The, the, but I mean, you're just, you're loot. Do you feel like, do you now you mentioned the word watered down with this? Do you feel like a lot of scotches kind of taste a little watered down like that when because because you are dealing with a the little proof be, than you like, do with bourbon?
2: When you start throwing in the peat and the smoke, that kind of like that adds extra flavor to it. That maybe like instead of the oiliness that you get from higher uh proof, uh you have you know extra flavors and elements. So you lose a little bit of it. Remember what I said a few minutes ago with the the barrelly technique, like that scotch love to maximize value and and notoriously a little bit on the cheaper side. Sorry if either of you guys are Scotch, Uh, but, but they know how to maximize. I don't know what Ben's doing. It's a disaster over there, (laughs) but uh, this Scotch uh, whiskey makers uh, typically will find ways to maximize their value and watering it down is another way to go about doing that. So you'll typically see a lower proof Scotch for a reason.
1: There you go, Ben. That looks good. Ben, are you liking this at all? Do you like this Scotch much? Do you? What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't feel as. I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it that bad. Like this isn't this isn't that bad to me. Um, I I know I'm gonna like the Glen Eighteen, mm-hmm. and I've smelled the other three, and they are nightmares.
2: All right. Well, I don't. I oh. reject your. I reject your theory there. So TJ wants something that's gonna have a little bit more complexity to it. He wants a little bit more proof. He is afraid still of the brininess, I think, based on him thinking there was brininess in the Glenfiddich. So let's go with the Quinta Rubin, which is another Glen Morangy or Glen Morangy. So that like a, like a, like a Southerner, Glen Morangy. Um, So it is a, so Glen Morangy has a baseline tenure, right? And then they've and over the years, they kind of start like expanding it to like they have a Santa, which is a sherry finished one for two years, so instead of a 10 year, it's a 12 year. Uh, Quinta Rubin is another one in that line, and it is a 15, it's a port wine finished. Uh,
1: so I guess you say, guys smell sweet,
2: so so that will maybe add a little bit. TJ likes sweet, so I've got a feeling that TJ is gonna like this one, Ben. It may not. I so. I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts, but it's going to be finished in port wine. So that's going to be the big difference here. It's going to be similar to the Glenfiddich uh, with the baseline of it, but that two years of aging in port uh, will change it. I mean, just look at the color. Hold that up, TJ. Yeah, much darker than what you would say, like the normal, like this is a normal scotch. It's just very, very clear. So, yeah, Quinto Rubin.
1: All right. We're adding Ben back here. We're moving him here. We're back. We are back and better than ever. Mm. Debatable. This is more bourbony than the last one. How less, so? What are, you, what are you getting? Less funky. I'll say okay. that too. Like less musty, less funky. Nose is not as sweet. Okay, does the barrel not come through as much on the nose for you?
2: Uh, I think so. I don't have it right with me, um, but like Winter Rubin to me is super candied. Uh, yeah. It, it's the, more so the on the taste. Better. It's more so on the taste than the nose though. Yeah. So the taste you're still or the nose, you're still getting more of that kind of maltiness, a little of the coffee-ness. To me, it's very berries and cream as how I would
1: describe that. You're getting that, that Taste nice... is good. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I'll say that. Like taste is not bad on this at all. Um, this is nose, the,
2: uh, the Glen 18. But, no, Quint- go with the, Quint- the Quinter Ruben. Oh. don't go with the Glen Eighteen. I know you want to get to it, but that'll that'll we'll save that one for the end. I think is how we'll we'll go about doing that then. Yeah, this is be- better. This is not. What's the proof on this eighty again? Uh, no, this one's higher. It's ninety-two proof, so it's a
1: respectable. Is proof. The for- port proof. cask. Yes, this is a little bit more up my alley for sure. Down my alley, up my alley. Oh
0: wow. Okay, never mind. I had thrown this in wrongly. This smells great. See, I don't I love, love the it. smell in this. You like the smell? This is very much like Midwinter's. Th-
1: no, I don't think it's that. No, that thing is like this on steroids. There's like
0: a... Yeah, it's like a... There's like a berry
1: undertone, but like the Midwinter's plum. is like...
0: In the face. For those this is Port, right? This is Port? Yep. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah, so...
1: It's, yeah, a, what it's a port man scotch.
2: <laughs> so what do you go with the club, And this is a pretty affordable mm. offering i think it's like in the 60 dollars range uh so you're talking about a 14 year old uh a 14 year old scotch there for 60 dollars is proofed adequately and pretty easy finished. to find yep you can find that scotch, find. Is,
1: scotch is pretty easy to find
2: well yeah it is it's just, it's not in america it's not as heavily pursued as bourbon is so you know unless it's something like uh like octomore which is you know, considered one of the highest peated concentrated uh scotch is out there um yeah it, you can you can find it in most places what is the name of this cousin ruben
1: quinta ruben Quinto uh, ruben which mm. it
2: means something it's uh i think i could think it might be i think it might be uh, the region of like oh this Portugal. is another glen this is a glen yeah. product yep ah. this is like this is glenmore ng's but like they have a 10-year base bin and then mm-hmm. this is just that 10-year stuff basically put into a port barrel for uh, an extra four years and it gets this nice creamy uh berry uh i, I love what the port finish does to the mouth feel like it that because t- a lot of times like to me if something finished in port it kind of adds this layer of like like almost like a like you know like a walnut or an almond any kind of nut I guess like a, like a denser nut kind of has like a waxy, uh, a waxy coating to it. It does that for the 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 port wine finish. Like I don't know why, but that that's how my brain associates it. It gives a nice mouthfeel.
1: Yeah, so I don't love the nose on this, but I do think the flavor is good. I'll, I'll give it to you on the flavor, Ben. You like that's the flavor interesting.
0: too? Interesting. I uh, hmm. The nose. The now my, now the. The more the nose kind of sits there. I feel like I'm pulling out a little like a little smoke. And I know you're saying that doesn't exist here, and I'm but I just feel like there's a little bit of maybe it's not smoke, maybe it's just scotchiness, which I don't know how to characterize yet.
2: I'm pulling up to see if there's any like smoke in there. I, I don't if it is, it's really mild.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you getting the maltiness, the mustiness, the funkiness? It could be. It could just be the funkiness from the malt. You know, I don't that's what I'm smelling. Yeah, 100% malt product.
1: All right.
2: So you like this one more than you liked the Glenfiddich 12? Both of you safe to assume?
0: Oh, I don't know about that. Um oh, really? I feel like I'm. Yeah, I feel like I like the. Hmm. There's definitely a fruitiness in the Glenfiddich that I enjoy. But I think the finish here is really nice. I think the finishing of this scotch is... I like this a little higher proof too. Yeah, um. this is yeah, this is interesting. So, like for example, if you like more of a grain forward, like a younger product in bourbon, then you may like the the Glenfiddich 12 better. But if you're more into like a more into the finished bottles, like this one is, then you may like you know the. The Quinta Ruben,
2: Quinta Ruben. So
0: possibly. So I'm trying to think of where to go next.
2: Uh, I think this just shows what like because Scotch is so prominently finished so often. This mm-hmm. kind of shows like if you take just a couple years and what a like a normal Scotch would be like, which is a little bit of, of seasoning, seasoning, uh, changes it up a ton. So you guys have talked about smoke. You've talked about uh, the. The saltiness, the brine. I think I want to go aggressive here and show you what smoky. Yeah, yep. So we're gonna go with the Highland Park Twelve. Now,
1: for context, saving the little boy.
2: People who like Scotch and like smoky Scotch are gonna be laughing at this. Like I'm drinking Ardbeg right now. They're gonna laugh at you guys being grossed out by this if you do think it's gross. But this is considered widely one of the best transition scotches. If you like the smoother non-peated yeah. stuff this is kind of the baby step four with just a touch of peat a touch of smoke a little bit of the brininess this is highland park It's the orkney islands so it's super far north in the highland region uh but because it's got the islandness the island uh, part of it it's going to have some of that brininess they put a little peat in there so uh go into that and let me know what you're getting fellas
0: is this the so, the five the merrill five sample yes it okay. is
2: that's courtesy of elliot this was the miracle uh, sample set that somehow uh, lasted in the press box for six Interesting. months. Yep. Told you Just you are going to get it. Yeah. Okay. It was there.
1: So, yeah, this this is so briny. This is like a Thanksgiving Day turkey. It's so briny and smoky. <laughs> I don't know. It's really not. But it's it's a little more than the last one. Is it mm.
2: aggressive? Is it aggressive? Are you not finding it all that aggressive, TJ? On
1: the nose, it's – Okay, so I'll say this. I don't – The nose doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But I'm also I, on my fourth drink of the night, so it could be that too.
2: Desensitize. <laughs> oh man, gonna this is not for me. Brains up. Uh, I found on that with well, the first time I had it, it I was bacon. The, the finish got me. I'm curious as you guys sample it. It was the finish. I was like, oh, that was where I was okay with the nose. I was okay as it kind of hit the palate, and at the very end, I was like, ah, that's aggressive for where I'm at right now.
0: It Bacon's very a good salty on the end. Yeah, I get I get too, a lot of right. bacon on the nose. Are like you enjoying bacon. the bacon?
1: Like, is that not in a good way?
0: I don't know. I don't like the drinking bacon's bacon. bacon's a little sweeter than this. No, I mean, like, the smoky porkiness, like a peppered bacon.
2: Ooh, that sounds delicious.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it, it is delicious, just not in liquid form. This is why I love scotch, because with bourbon, I mean, we're
2: talking about the same notes about 70% of the time, with some variation. With scotch, we've gotten maltiness, we've gotten orchard fruits, Ben's talked about uh peaches and pears and now we've gotten berries on other ones and now with this one we're getting
0: peppered bacon like and this is only i don't know proof. yeah yeah this is this isn't bad so again i i've only bought i've only bought two scotches one was the Glen 18 and the other one was the uh highland park 12 both for like my boss And I specifically returned the Highland Park 12 because I found out that it was like a little peaty. And so after tasting this, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I went to the Glen 18. Yeah,
2: because your boss was not super into Pete.
0: Yeah, he's not Pete. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, Do you get any? Listen listen to the story. Ben called me asking for suggestions and I Somali ate the hell out of him for scotch. And then he he totally ignored me, went and listened to someone else uh, at a store and
0: uh, bought the wrong scotch for his boss. I believe that i didn't i got i got the right one at the end so that's all that matters
1: mm-hmm. um do you do you get any what notes do you get brendan on this i get a lot
2: of so there is that smokiness i get a, like a nice creaminess to it but i was I,
1: wondering if wait wait before you say it okay go one is there two, almost three. like a chocolate on the back end am i crazy so,
2: No, I don't think that's crazy. So I I again, that to me, I get that maltiness can kind of present itself as vanilla, as Mm. coffee, as chocolate, Mm. uh, like a nice dessertiness. So I think that's what you're getting. I get pepper and I get lemon zest. I get a lot of lemon zest on Mm. the Island Park, which I don't normally get in in a scotch. Um, So that's what kind of, it's like a lemon, like a lemon pepper chicken wing.
1: Okay, that's weird. Um, I mean, I love lemon pepper chicken wings. Don't get me wrong. But, but not, that's, but not in the glass.
0: Lemon pepper chicken wing. But there's the like class. a fattiness to it. It's weird. Like, I get, I'm getting bacon, and you're getting like a chicken wing. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I get a. There's chocolate. definitely like a. I get a chocolate on the end, kind
0: a, of like a full palate, kind of coating something going on.
1: So I find
2: this, Ben. It's funny you mentioned that. So with the ardbeg, uh, there's some other like Lafroy is another super smoky one. Yeah, uh, Lagavulin. If you watch Parks and Rec, you know, like Nick Offerman, like he's associated with that. Um, those are all really smoky, uh, Islas, but Ardbeg in particular, maybe not Ooh. as smoky, but it's got a lot of oiliness to it. And I think scotch can sometimes, I have no okay. idea why, yeah. but scotch can kind of present itself as oily. And so that's probably what, you yeah, know, that, that's what you're getting with that mouth coating. That mouth coating. Yeah, it
0: makes sense.
2: Um, all right. So I didn't think you guys would like the Highland Park 12, but I thought maybe. I don't it, hate
1: it as much as, I, as okay. you think I should.
2: That's good. That's good. Um, I'll make you pull out the uh, high li- or the art bag then. Oh uh, no, just kidding. Don't do the art bag. That'd probably be really. Maybe impressive. one day. Um, but I wanted to kind of nuke your palette there because I thought maybe we were we we're trying to to see what the extremes were of this. Let's go to the Oben Little Bay.
0: Uh, little, boy. Uh, little, no, boy little, boy. little
2: boy, little boy in a glass. Little boy, baby boy. I need you. It's from. It's always sunny. I wasn't actually, Never mind. You guys ever watch sunny? You didn't actually need me is what you're saying. <laughs> That's just that song wasn't something I made up by myself. I don't need a, little, I don't know about I just, that. I need to clarify that. So uh, Oban is a super popular Scotch brand. It is, I think Highland region, but it's closer to uh, the coast or at least a body of water. Uh, actually, Oban in Gaelic means Little Bay. So it's technically Little Bay. Little Bay is what you guys are drinking. Or, as TJ called it, little boy, little boy.
1: Uh, so, mm. because been my screen the... name, never mind. Michael mm. Scott. Shout out Michael <laughs> Scott. <laughs> little kid lover, mm. Michael Scott. I'd have a little, I have a
2: Michael Scott reference on my name right now Scotch and Splenda. Mm. Mm, okay. wow. Anyways, all right. So, uh, Little Bay is something that. Costco gets like at $35, like about yep. $25 off like once a year. It's such a great deal. Yeah. Uh, the shop right across the street from it, uh, Costco, buys it Costco, uh, maybe if they do, they sell it at $99. Yeah. Oh, wow. Three times as much. Uh, it should be about like 50 bucks probably. So uh, yeah, let me know what you guys are getting on this. I don't want to say too much more than where it's from and kind of its, its background here.
0: This is like so much more vanilla than mm-hmm. the last one. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel that's just because I'm getting less peat, like less smoke and less mm-hmm. bacon. And uh,
1: are there some berry fruits though? Is there some fruitiness on the front end or am I crazy with that?
2: No, I think that's reasonable. And I, I want to go in lemon? the direction. Maybe a lemon a honey. A lot of lemon like, yeah, and honey. honey and yep. and lemon. Yeah. This is super malty, but in a good way. And there's a brininess to this, but it's light brine. But yeah. going off of the Highland Park, which is a higher level of brine and yeah. smoke, um, there shouldn't be smoke. I don't think you guys are getting smoke, but there is a little bit of. I'm using the
0: same glass, so it's probably just. Uh, uh, Oh, that's That's it.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: what do I want me to do here? Pour a bunch of glasses. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. I think this is, again, we're coming from way more smoke. And so, like, this is like a very good release, you know, or at least reprieve from that smoke. Mm -hmm. So, I'm getting definitely more vanilla honey characteristics
2: go hmm. back do you have the glenfiddich 12 poured by any chance i think i do just real quick just to go back and forth between the two just because these are probably similar but i think the oh, i definitely get have the brine more yeah, brine compared there, yeah. when you compare them right so again i love i get more like so straight
0: different. honey sugar now for the glen 12 mm-hmm. as opposed to the
1: yeah the glen 12 so easy what's the proof on the little bay is uh it, it is that
0: 86, 86.
2: Yeah. Only the yeah. Highland Park and the uh, and the Glenfiddich were the only 80 ones. Everything else is 86
1: to 92. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is not bad, but it definitely, ha- yeah, that little bit more briny. You almost have to, like, get under that briny to get to that, those fruity mm-hmm. characteristics, flavors, things like that. Yeah. I almost get like
2: a, like, a grape on that, uh, which is weird. I don't think I get that with any other type of scotch or or bourbon, for that matter, either. I get like a grapiness on that too. Uh, so definitely fruity, definitely sweet. That nice honey that Ben mentioned for sure on that. It's a really solid. Like for thirty-five bucks at Costco, that's a really good scotch. No age statement on that. So mm. we've gone through all of this. Uh, what so far has been the most
0: enjoyable for you guys? The Glen Twelve. The Glen Twelve. I'd say the Queen you know what? Yeah, are, I think. For... Yeah, I think both of those are pretty solid options like i feel like i'm gonna do, be buying the quinto for my boss this year so, yeah i I'm like the, buy the quinto. quinto
1: for ben this year so i can drink in this house Don't do that i'll do that
0: that'd be really nice when i
1: have
2: around christmas time it's got a nice like berries and cream and kind of got like a, like a festive it's got a nice
0: color too it's a good a good holiday i'll just do midwinters so, what's um, th- that's exactly um, what i was gonna say what's tough
1: with that is as americans we just want the in your face like mm-hmm. um, you know a midwinter i might pour a tiny little dash of midwinners after this just to I got put it TJ's up against drunk. that i want to see i want to see it up against that i want to see be, what that's
2: like the ride's going to be super aggressive my guess i think well but maybe you've been doing briny stuff too anyways all right let's go to the last one guys It's glenn morangy 18 ben has had it before and likes it so this is the well, grand finale it's an eighteen dollars scotch. It is eighty six proof. Eighteen dollars. It's, it's
0: not an eighteen dollars scotch. Eighteen
2: year scotch, eighty six okay, proof. I it's about a like... hundred and twenty dollars. So if you ABC, you play it right, though. It'll be on sale every few months at a hundred dollars. So you can get this at a hundred dollars. I,
0: like I did not buy it at a hundred dollars. Well, I missed that money. sale. I missed that sale. ABC. Snail. Points. You
2: said snail. He's drunk.
0: Yeah, kind of just tastes like fruit water. Nose think, on this, I'm my, afraid my of I might your palate. Yeah, yeah your guys palate. Yeah, palate? we're getting crushed right now from peat. You know, so
2: the the Glen Morangy to me is just super like plum and honey and like stone fruits and just super rich though is how I would describe it. It's just very rich. There's no peat in it. It's just all sweet, all. Uh, just very decadent, like, like a hmm. like a fruit, like like a gift basket. Like someone just sent you like fruit and nuts, and that's that's what you got in your mouth right now.
1: What do we got, TJ? Not bad, but I again, I, yeah, I think my palate's just nuked. I I don't know. It's not bad. Like I, I I don't find it. I think it's on par with the. So if I had to rank them, I'd go Quinto first. This mm-hmm. second. Little Bay third, Glenfiddich 12 fourth, and Highland Park fifth. Okay.
2: What about you,
0: Ben? Um, I'm probably going. I know I like this. So I'm going to go this first. Quint to Glenfiddich 12. And then I think Little Boy and Highland. I don't like less. Nine, Like nine and 10. All right. So Highland Park we
2: could agree that that peatiness and and smokiness is uh, just a little bit too much for you guys yeah. right now okay uh, yeah so that's scotch it's a fairly wide array that you just got to uh to sample i think if you were to go get another bottle of scotch uh mm-hmm. something finished i think it's going to be kind of i would look at like macallan Oh, it's a little bit more expensive than it probably should be but it's a sherry finished and super friendly but it's got some nice like the nose on McAllen's beautiful. So if you guys are liking the Glenmorangie uh Quinta Rubín with the the port finished one, uh exploring some of the space sides or Highlands that are uh that are finished would be probably your next your next step in your Scotch journey. Well, yeah, that's Scotch. How about a
0: uh, a blended scotch like a Monkey Shoulder? Monkey Shoulder is super
2: solid I think Monkey Shoulder is has some either glenfiddich or glen livid is it isn't it so it's one of three yeah um
0: there's like there's there's like yeah hold on
2: so and i like so you know some people hate on blended scotch i think there's actually like a lot of really good like johnny walker people hate on johnny walker black and i think it's really solid for 30 bucks um and johnny walker green is actually really really nice and complex like at 55 so uh blue is a bit overpriced when i've had it it's it's really good, but it's not worth like $200 for a bottle. So, um, yeah, I think you could probably find uh, even uh, we haven't reviewed it yet, but Corona gave us, gave you guys to give to me a bottle of uh, Glasgow, the Glasgow blend from King Street uh, and. and I think that's what it was but it it's is a sherry cask finish i think sherry cask but there's some peat in there i thought it was super nice uh i've enjoyed it uh and it's got a that sherry cask shows up but it's got a little bit of peat in it too and it's super custardy and, and really really good and that's a uh that's a blended one as well and it's just a good example that a like, blend can be fairly high quality yep so that's that's scotch you've been sommeliered
1: benny scotch anytime soon these weren't Zero. as bad as i thought there, I will Zero. say that though. I I'm don't have a preference towards any of these. I don't lean towards any of these right now over my bourbon collection. But we should rate a scotch to see kind of where Ooh, we come out with. We can like do the, we, we can do the
2: Ardbeg next
1: week. Let's go.
2: Um I think the the goal of this was for you like especially like for TJ like the next time uh that TJ was like introduced to a scotch like to to be able to like appreciate a little bit more. And I think mission accomplished maybe to like, at least you won't be like grossed out by like a, like a space side one, like a, like a Glenn Fettick, a Glenn Levitt. You'll at least be able to go like, oh, There's some decent stuff going on here. Fair. Yeah. I don't hate these. Okay. Let's say hey, you hated it. You hated it going into it. You don't hate it now. That's baby steps.
1: All you got to do is if you drink enough of anything, you'll be fine. Well, yeah, that's true. It's a good way to look at it. Um, Thank you, Brendan, for imparting your wisdom into us. Mm. Um, Whoa. do you have any do we have any pursuits and purchases this week, gentlemen? Uh Mother's I, Mother's Day, you guys buying any scotch for your moms? Probably not.
2: Uh, so
1: I do have I didn't purchase well, you
2: purchased something for me, but we'll get to that for in a minute. I do want to show you guys something. So before I, w- I was out of town this past week, I had put my barrel finishing experiment i didn't want to put it on hold i didn't know how far to keep advancing it about a week ago maybe 10 days ago i put in uh, a blend of old forester 1910 and old forester 1920 and filled out the rest of the barrel the one liter barrel with a bit of old forester 100 Mm
0: -hmm. into
2: a cabernet finished barrel whoa after I i didn't try it for three days and i was like let's see how this is and it was a nightmare it was super oaky and also super wine like wine finishy. it was gross and then i let stay for another four or five more days so i finally got to a point i was like okay this isn't awful but it's aging so fast and so aggressively i don't know what's going to happen if i leave town for four days and come back like it might be completely wrecked so i thought it was salvageable where it was i bottled it Dude, look how dark this is. This is after like eight days in a barrel that was Cabernet finished. That is red. Like this is compared to just like a normal bourbon. Yeah, this is a super That's red. Dark. Dark. Yeah, um, it smells. Uh, the wine notes a little bit more than I want, but it actually like has some nice like, brown sugar notes. So I'm going to get you guys some samples of that. We'll see how it turned out. I don't know if that was a pursuit or a purchase, but that is something I worked love this week. I was amazed at how how quickly this turned into a, a red bottle
0: of bourbon.
1: You sound like a robot. Um, you're okay, a, I was running. I was like, "Oh I no, really?" Hear
0: a single Better thing. Now. Better now. Better uh, You guys weren't yeah. responding to me, and I thought it was really awkward. I'm like, well, "Are they not yeah. gonna give me anything?" I was like, "I can't get? hear a single thing." Uh, about- what did I buy for you? What did I buy for you?
2: Uh it might be a Miami based store
1: pick. Ooh. Yeah, that's coming later this month. We bought a store Hola. pick for the Miami Bourbon Society. Shout those guys out. Hello, um, Miami Bourbon guys. What what is that? That? It's the maple, it's the Taconic Double Barrel mm. Maple. Right. Rye. all right, right. That, all right,
2: all
1: right. Hey, for a good all price, right, too. $65 right, a bottle. I figured they were gonna be like pretty expensive. So um shout out to that yeah i'm excited to get those um we loved
2: we loved that bourbon it was so unique and cool like i'm really excited to see what the rye does in the...
1: i'll probably won't give this to you until we can drink it together because i really liked the bourbon i like being able to try a lot of yours before i even had to open mine up
2: that's true you did
1: i would agree <laughs> shout out my guy christopher chris harvey he's on here a lot of times commenting with us i know he'll watch this later he sent us a couple of uh pretty cool bottles um what did I tell you that was? Oh, he
2: said, dude, he was, that was so nice. Uh, he sent a couple of things. I know what one he's going to get me is I said that Buffalo Trace is hard to come by here in Tallahassee, like depending on the time of year. And uh, he sent a bottle of Buffalo Trace, which is super, what? super nice and super charitable. So thank you. Uh, Buffalo Trace is a goat uh, bourbon, uh, budget bourbon. Hey, Charles, so thank you. Or Christoph, Tony, whatever your name Christoph.
0: is. <laughs> Christoph. Christoph. Uh, Pappy23 is a little hard to find in our area. So if you want to just send a bottle out down, would be great. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. Cheers, Christoph. What was the other uh, thing too? The Sweetness Cove?
2: Oh, the the sweet- Sweetness Cove, which is the Peyton Manning uh one. Yeah. That has a lot, that's super interesting. Super That ain't a
0: cheap one, I don't think.
2: That's not cheap. Uh it's like a hundred and so it's celebrity in- endorsed, which usually gets me like, uh, I don't celebrity know, but induced. it's proof induced by celebrity. It is at least 110 proof, and it's finished with oak staves, but it's like maple, maple oak, or maple, some kind of maple tree.
0: I have stave. heard bad <laughs> things about that. I've heard very really? bad things about Sweeten's Cove. Well, we're gonna try it. Here. We're gonna try it. Like okay, and... I'd play the golf course, but not drink the bourbon. Just this is a general rule. Interesting. Good
2: joke. That was funny, Ben.
0: That's not a joke. That's literally a thing. Good job, Ben. Design, have, you
2: pursued,
1: have you pursued or purchased anything?
2: Check out uh, real quick. Check out the comment section, Ingram. I have scotch poured and ready to send to you. I have like five different <laughs> bottles of whiskey. I have to send out this week.
1: <laughs> Ingram, go do it. FSU spaces and get the hell off. Oh of my show. god, <laughs> Ingram.
2: TJ thought that there was Fiddick Twelve was smoky and briny initially. That's what I'm dealing with here. This is absurd. okay.
1: I corrected myself to end up saying that it was. Uh, what did I say? What did I end up saying? Briny. You said, so it, was,
2: you, you said it was briny. It was Musty. Thanksgiving, Musty. Thanksgiving Musty. turkey Musty. and a glass. That, that was Highland Park 12. That
1: was Highland Park. You yeah, Okay. What? Ben, have you che- pursued or purchased anything?
2: Cheers, I
0: have purchased not a lot. I am poor. Ben makes more we than half of combined. We had a release Does he really? of our bottle and uh, i bought a bunch of those so i'm, I'm done buying <laughs> that's for the true
2: year. we bought like six bottles right i'm off done the buying body. for the year yeah bought the case
1: Ingram uh, says we need to go to um we need to make a trip
0: quick trip to isla is needed isla of the caribbean who who has the ard bag sample that i said i Which do one are you- Pour it right now. I'm not doing it tonight. Pour it tonight. right now. Put it in, in room. Room. Put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth right, right now. I'll, 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 I'll hold bill. this down. I'll hold this down. Right. Anyway, as TJ walks to the other room. You don't have to, to do grab, it. Don't do it. Don't do, do it. Don't do it. Uh, doing it. Yeah. I'm going to do, Go. do it. So...
2: He's going he's gonna to have to poop To avoid tonight. dead air. <laughs> what are you what are you are you Ben's like nothing. <laughs> just throw a wet fish in our lap. Thanks.
0: We're going to... We're gonna leave it on just dead air for a couple of seconds. You think this is the worst episode we've ever done. Worst between the technical no. issues. And I mean, it's the scotch. worst drinking episode we've ever done. This is That's not, garbage, dude. drink. water was worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I'm just pouring a little bit. Right. Um, this is Art Bag
2: Ten, which is Isla, and it is a. So I got a.
1: So my company is based in Ireland, and I had a guy come over from Ireland. And I was ordering bourbon, he was ordering scotch, and he's like, Oh no, I like a good art bag. And so I was just like, Oh, oh yeah, I'd man. probably hate that. So I was like, Ah, oh, another uh another Jack Daniels, please. <laughs> no, that's not what we had. But um, all right.
2: All right, sniff it. Oh. oh, yeah, it's
1: brutal. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, Ben, come get some of this. It smells like no. tar.
2: Uh, no. but all right, if you want to try to enjoy it, here's what here's the challenge, TJ. Ready? Think- Close your
1: nose when you smell it. <laughs>
0: yeah swallow quickly
2: if you can get if you can get through it there's gonna be three notes that i think are actually really solid there's gonna be like a vanilla custard there's going to be pepper and there's yes. gonna be like lemon zest Don't oh. see so try just to get on the
0: on the nose or on the nose. that actually on the that nose. actually yeah, you know, smell like describes it as nice it's hard to get it's not through, what you get
2: but you have to get through the tire fire like it's legitimately smells like burning tire
1: oh great <laughs> that's good how do you get through that what do you just i think you just have
2: to get you like you'd probably have to drink the highland park like a full bottle of that and then move to like maybe a highland park
1: 15 or in one sitting if if you drink a whole bottle of highland
2: park 12 then you'll probably be ready to drink anything or dead one or the other yeah
0: don't love the nose here agreed i don't even have it i can tell you i don't like the nose (laughs)
2: it's so oily (laughs) all
0: right okay what about the flavor
1: Uh, Put the smallest drop of water in
2: it. Ingram says to let it open up a little bit. Because it is super oily, so that will probably help unleash it. Ingram, is that going to make it more smoky? Like, is the smoke going to come out and hit his nose at that point?
0: Smoke will be worse.
2: That's what I'm saying. It could get worse with the water. Maybe it'll tame it after a minute, though. Everything is terrible
0: when it has smoke.
2: Ben, look how light this is. Like, this is a 10-year, like, the difference between a 10-year bourbon. Like, here's the Knob Creek we're going to do, spoiler alert, later.
1: This okay. is
2: a 9-year versus 9-year bourbon, 10-year scotch. Okay, Four it different
1: did different. chill the nose out a little bit more.
0: Yeah.
2: Still, still I mean, not, it's still a
0: lot of fire. <laughs> still but like. Yeah, I still I mean, you still want to die when you're drinking it, but I just other than, to die than less. That, yeah, other than that, yeah. That's now officially
2: below. Is that eighty proof? Yeah, it's now officially below. Oh no, wait, sorry, no, it's. I it's mean, I, li- six, I, so have have the, I have a. I
1: have a little Brita thing, so like I literally just put like one
0: like as it was doing drop, 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 drop. So, drip. Drop. Oh, the Brita thing. Yeah, the Brita thing. Gotcha. The the little filter. Getting rid of Brita. Getting, getting rid of rid the B. She's a GDB.
1: She's a GDB. I was Karen, my favorite. Yeah. I want to watch that episode. The pillow fort episode was a great one. All right. Let's taste uh, this. Uh, which one should we be tasting? The well, first one. The first one was the best. The first pillow fort.
2: Jeff liked McAllen. Neat. I'm just saying that's next for you guys.
1: What should I taste? Because that was wild. What well, should I be tasting?
2: If you can get through the smoke initially and the, the intense brine, I go back to the custard
1: uh, and a lot of pepper. I could get the custard, maybe pepper, but it's like under a thick layer of that.
2: Yeah, it, it is. And that's kind of what I like, Scott's, because it forces you to, to kind of focus on to different think. things. Yeah. Yeah. And that Brian is really intense on the finish. So, like there is this like just salt water taffy kind of kind of vibe to it too. Um, but yeah, I I love Ardbeg. I love the Uh, The smokier the better for me typically. Um, yeah, I don't love that. Oh, uh, what did Br- Brad gave us his Octomore and then I broke his glass, but I Octomore mm. was amazing. Yeah, Let's thanks Brad like, for
0: us break your things.
2: Yeah, he was he was moving out anyways. So it was gonna be someone else's
1: problem. He just has one last last to move, so you basically saved him a trip. Oh, Brad, you're um, welcome. All right, get us out of here, Brendan. Uh, what are we reviewing on Thursday? We are reviewing, we
2: decided to go back to our roots as a budgetish bourbon show, and are reviewing Knob Creek little mini samples that TJ sent us. It was a dollar as a gag gift. Do you think we would drink it a year later? We're going to drink it. We're going to rate it. We're going to review it.
1: Knob Creek. Thank you guys for bearing with us for the technical difficulties tonight. If you're interacting with us, do it on social media at bourbon on a budget everywhere. We really enjoy seeing what you guys are drinking, even if it is scotch. Now that we have been Somali aid. TJ us on Thursday. Joy us on, <laughs> on Thursday. Ch- th- I'm going to go grab some gummies and get out of here. Oh my God, don't you <laughs> um, TJ Pittenger, Brendan Snow, and Ben Cock. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Cheers.
1: Cheers. <laughs> of edit this episode